What's going on everyone? Welcome back to Awaken Arise. Today we're just gonna have a discussion. Um, we're talking about the gospel and just we're, we're, start, we're starting a new topic soon on the ministry of reconciliation in the gospel. But today we're just gonna have a discussion, an open discussion just about what the Lord's placed on our hearts at the moment. But first of all, we wanna start off with saying Happy New Year's to everyone. Of course, it's 2022. It's a new year. God's brought us to another year. I also want to say happy anniversary to the House of Prayer. It's our local church. It's the 34th anniversary. God bless you to everyone in the House of Prayer and pray the Lord will richly bless you in this new season. Of course, we also have to acknowledge our pastor, Pastor Jean, who's been faithful in just preaching. She's been dedicating her life to serving the Lord and with the true love of God wherever she goes. We just want to thank you guys for your support and we're just going to start this conversation. So as Kevin said, this is just a little discussion but what it is really is it's a little sneak peek that we're giving you guys of our next topic of discussion or our next subject and we're moving on to something basically the topic of sin now this may scare some people away but as we get into it you'll understand that um it's a very friendly topic because we explain what it means this sin nature or the scripture that says the wages of sin is death you which meant um many of you may have heard um, that's from Romans six twenty three, um, so we could actually just start with that. Yeah. So the full scripture <clears throat> is the wages of sin is death, right? Um, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. So I was just explaining to Kevin um, what that means is it is both literal and figurative because literal because when Adam and Eve sinned, they brought upon themselves death. Mm-hmm. Um, in the day that you eat the fruit, you shall surely die. Like. You died, they died spiritually, but they also, like, I, I believe they would have lived longer or maybe even internally if they hadn't eaten that fruit yeah. and then they started to decay. Um, anyways, maybe that's debatable. But my point is, it's also figurative so that because of our sin nature, um, like, we die spiritually to God. Like, we're just separated from God. And, but on the contrary, the gift of God is eternal life. And I was telling Kevin that there's another scripture that says eternal life is to know him. Some people think, oh, when you get born again, that means you live forever. Like it means you die and go to heaven. But either way, if you're going to hell, like you're living forever as an immortal soul. It doesn't mean that. What it means is like, like I said, eternal life is to know God. But what does it mean to know God? Now, this brings us back to my first video on the gospel where I said, I gave the example of a cold a cold winter day um, where you're outside, you're just so cold, you don't even feel like talking to anyone, you just feel introverted. If someone stepped on your toe, that's it. You know what I mean? You feel like that's it, you're just going to die. Now, after five minutes, ten minutes, you just start to warm up and you maybe warm up to a conversation. And this is when something inside of you just becomes a lot. It's your spiritual life. It's like spiritual rebirth. It's like basically when you're not concerned about the physical realm, what's going on, you could take off your jacket at that point. It doesn't matter. You can bear it because your mind has adjusted. It takes about five minutes to adjust to the cold. But when you first walk into it, you're like, yo, you know what I mean? You just you can't even say anything. You're just, you know, lost for words. So this is our spiritual life. Basically, it's something that springs up inside of us that's beyond the natural realm where you can think, you can dive into topics, go into conversations. You can withstand pain i was explaining to kevin this is how paul endured suffering in his ministry and wrote the epistles anyone else if i stabbed them they would be lost for words they wouldn't be able to talk Mm. um 
So basically, yeah, that's our spiritual life. It's eternal life. It's something inside of you that springs up that everybody, the thing is, everyone has access to it. We just tap in and out of it unconsciously, right? But when Jesus died, something happened where he reconciled us to God. Like before that, we were separated from him in a sense because of our sin. Mm. So like the Bible says that um, he died for all. He didn't say he only died for Christians or sinners. It said he died for all so that, and I forget what it says after that, but basically in short, it's saying that everyone now has access to it. No one is, yeah. is yeah, no one is exempt. Yeah. Right? Uh, I, mean, I think that's a good analogy that you use yeah. with just like, um, understand, like the whole analogy with like you're out in the cold and then like you start to have a conversation with someone and then yeah. you kind of forget about your physical exactly. circumstances. Exactly. It's like also like, I mean, a lot of the things in the physical, you a lot of the things that God has placed in the physical realm are right. also like they're like mirrors of the spiritual realm like of right. course the spiritual realm is infinite like there's no limits yeah. like the physical realm has limits but a lot of the things that a lot of the things that we don't really understand about the spiritual realm like God has given us different examples yeah, in the physical that's true. realm um, that's true. and like when you first like when you become when you become born again basically like your spirit is alive exactly like you, you go from death to life as scripture talks about exactly. like you're raised to life with christ mm -hmm. and yes. like you mentioned earlier we were talking about this a little bit earlier too you mentioned the scripture of mm -hmm. um how it mentions how from your innermost being mm -hmm. rivers of water. water will flow exactly. and it's like it's like you open up this whole new thing the yep. lord he brings you back to life and like yeah. you start to like abundantly flow it's yeah. like it's beyond the physical realm so it's hard a lot of the things are like they're not easy to explain with yeah. words because a lot of the spiritual things they're like as scripture mentions it's like spirit to spirit the way we communicate mm, with god yeah um like you sharing this a bit earlier about like yeah. how god is like the god like your relationship with god is not just like you talk, talk to god like audibly him him. and yeah. hear him audibly because yeah. like that's that's not the most common way people actually mm -hmm. hear god's voice it's right. spirit to spirit so a lot of the things sometimes god will give you inspiration and like yeah, or a then, nudge yeah a nudge and then you yeah. have to it's that for you to Interpret. actually go out and like seek and like what is god saying and like you yeah. process it you read it's the like word of god and you get the revelation of what it really means and i was gonna say um you know how well they say all truth is parallel well mm -hmm. here's an easy way to explain this to you guys um you know how they say um um get your spirits up like they do like people do certain things to get your spirits up like you ever heard that mm -hmm. term yeah, like yeah, yeah like to like make you like more alive yeah like you know what i mean like even non-religious people yeah, yeah. regular they use the same terms like you don't realize it's a parallel so it's like that's what it means to get your spirits up it means like to like be more alive to be more present basically mm. to be more like here and just um let's get all of you you know what i mean let's get your attention all of this is parallel to be to the spiritual rebirth, believe it or not, and it's like, yeah, like like Kevin said, something inside of you where it's just like something inside of you is born again, basically, like, like, yeah, I mean, you, you come to life for the first time. It's like, it's like someone takes the blinders off and like you're finally like you're seeing for the first time. Um, yeah, yeah, and at that point you. This is it's called your spiritual life at that point you have to feed your spirit good things positive things like script i was telling kevin like everybody's kind of like most people are spiritually dead like they're not they don't have that level of awareness that's what i would call it, a level of awareness because 
people are like in like an animal state where it's like they're just kind of like grabbing what's in front of them yeah. because they think that's all there is like just seeking more pleasure and just straying away from pain just avoiding pain basically you know they say no pain no gain right again another saying that's a parallel and that le- um, mm, relates to what we're talking about but like basically um, they're dead to life to, to sum it up people are most people are dead to life they're not awake they're just they need like a good shaking you know what I mean yeah. um, slap in the face it's like to bring you to the moment you, we're stuck in our minds and our illusions and we're just chasing out the pleasure and straying away from pain yeah. but there's something missing people are trying to fill in the void the moment you're reborn spiritually is when you realize you know what I mean there's more to life than what you're seeing and like feed your spirit read scripture like you know what I mean? Pray, like pray. You don't know. How, you mean know how not know how to pray, but like Kevin said, we commune to God, spirit to spirit. Seek God, like, you know what I mean? Just see God and feed your spirit, man. Good things, positive things, not just like indulge in fast food and just like music and drown it up. Because you're drowning out God. He's trying to speak to us, our hearts, right? When yeah. you listen carefully, you'll hear Him. So yeah. yeah. I mean, the scripture says, "Be still and know that He is God." Exactly. So, I mean, also like there's a scripture in book of kings where elijah was in the wilderness and there was different things that were happening there was a thunder there was a there was all these different big sounds these big noises um but then it wasn't it's the scripture specifies that the voice of the lord was not in those manifestations but the voice of the lord was a still and a soft quiet voice um the lord wants to minister to us in those quiet seasons and Mm -hmm. it requires us to actually become aware and just step aside because the pace of life is just constantly for you to like be getting busy with different things and taking your attention away from just that still quiet moment um and i feel like some people have like they've kind of have uh some kind of understanding of this like a lot of you see in a lot of religions there's like the idea of meditation Mm. but the meditation in its truest form as biblically defined often mentioned in psalms as well david talks about how he meditates on the lord and meditates on the word of god all day long and it's really about connection with god because people often like they meditate to like clear their mind or like to connect with they they say this word their higher self um but all those things are carnal they're soulish you're only really entering the soul realm which is like your mind will and emotions and a lot of people when they go through meditation they say they have negative experiences because if there's a lot of negative things in your life you can actually trigger some of that if you're just going into meditation. That's why um, the meditation that is biblical is connection. It's basically based on connecting with God. You be still. You study the word of God. You read through the scripture and you allow the Lord to speak to you. Yeah. To help you guys out, what you're trying to do is find the right frequency. You know, to meditate is to, to to breathe deeply. Some people just focus on nothing, like just emptiness. And... That's dangerous because you're tapping into the spiritual realm and mm. spirits can enter you at that point. Now, what you have to do is meditate on God. How do you do this? Well, God says, I am that I am. Meditate on that which is. Mm. The moment, the present moment, he is that which is. He says, I am, right? That I am. So meditate on that which is. Truth. Mm. You know, peace. He says, you know, like, he, you, you'll feel this peace. Um, there's a lot of scriptures about it, but I won't go into that. So basically... He says, I am that I am. The scripture says, be still and know that I am God. It doesn't say just be still. That's where people get it wrong. That's wrong meditation. That's devilish. Basically, be still. The second part to it is, and know that I am God. We can know. We can know. Intuitively, we know. You know what I mean? It's it's intimate. Like in the book of Genesis, it said Adam knew his wife Eve. It means they had an intimate, they had like intercourse. Now, I'm not saying you have to know God sexually. I'm saying 
you have to know him intimately, right? That's different. Um, mm. And you can know him intimately just by taking a step back, taking a breather, just take a step back, yeah. meditate on the scripture, be still and know that I am God. That's a good one to meditate on. And just, um, you'll find that frequency, that channel that gives you the most peace and you'll be able to just mm. stay in that and bask in that. And that will bring you into the moment what, what you're trying to do is just take a step back, you know what I mean, from everything, because everything is busy. God is the God of peace. He's called the God of peace in the New Testament. Yeah. He'll give you peace. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I like what you mentioned about just like, I feel like not a lot of people under, might understand like what you mentioned about frequency, but like mm. basically what you're saying is like, if you study the word of God, you notice that there's... Yeah there's a consistency amongst the word of yeah. God. Like it's not even, it's beyond just the words on the page. There's mm -hmm. like, it, there's a deeper meaning and a deeper message behind it. And it's spiritual. Um, some people might describe it as an, a type of energy. Yeah, yeah But yeah. really what it is, it's the Holy Spirit. It's God's mm -hmm. character that flows. When you actually get into the scripture and you study it, it's the character of God. And that is like, it's, it's not of this world. It's like, I think that's what you mean by like, different frequency because if yeah, you think of, it's like the pace of life basically like yeah, if you pace. think of the pace of yeah. life of this world it's like there's it's, it's just completely different to the spiritual realm um the word of god it says mm. it says the word of god endures forever which also connects into what you said when yeah. you said that jesus said like the lord said he said i am who i am yeah i am that i am yeah um be still and know that i'm god it's yeah. all about just like god is he's eternal he's not mm. like does it change from time to time it says jesus christ the same yesterday today and forever like uh the best way to describe it for you guys is this patience okay watch this the spirit of god like in the new testament the bible the bible says um in the fruit of the spirit is it one of the fruit of the spirit uh, patience yeah yeah okay so look at this you'll know you've tapped into the right like if you if you're meditating or whatever you're doing like to access God or to, to connect with God better you'll like you'll know when you're feeling patient that's mm -hmm. the best that's that's one attribute right I think it's the best attribute because it's like adults have this a lot of adults have it you develop patience as you get older mm -hmm. which is like the ability to endure right mm -hmm. the Christian life is all about enduring suffering hardships you know what I mean hard time endurance right patient endurance so like You'll know when you're patient. You're impatient when you're in your like your flesh, as we call it in the Bible, or yeah. you're like, like you want it now. You want it right away. You're just it's like hold on, take yeah. a step back, just sit there. You could do something within you where it's like you tap into this part of you that just has eternal patience. Like you could just sit there for hours and nothing will bother you. Just like you just can patiently wait. Yeah, you've tapped into the spirit of God when you're a patient being. Yeah. And you can just endure almost anything. And yeah. I mean, and the thing about that too is like, well, yeah, like as you mentioned, like it comes from within you because yeah. you have the Holy Spirit living inside of you. Yeah. But also like patience, is, like you mentioned, it's one of the fruits of the Spirit. Yeah. It's like one of the characteristics of the Holy Spirit. Exactly. Like the, the fruits of the Spirit, they're not just things that God is saying that you should have. They're mm -hmm. things that are part you of His character. Have. Yeah. And like, you have to tap. We're made in, yeah, mm, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was just gonna say like it just keeps dawning on me that anyone can tap into this. You don't need. Well, you could say a whole prayer like "Oh Holy Spirit, enter me." Blah. Like there's different ways, but it doesn't even require words. I'm telling you, well, we must confess Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. But it doesn't require words. Like what if somebody is dumbfounded? And like how do they get salvation? It's easy. I could just stop talking right now and tap into my spirit, man, 
and just sit here for two hours, but I wouldn't, you know, waste time. But it's like the Bible is trying to reveal to you that you have a spirit man. It's not telling you go get the spirit man. No, like you you become born again when you accept this. That's why it's called accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Mm-hmm. Accepting that you can't do it on your own. You need something else. If it weren't for your spirit, you couldn't endure anything like you know what I mean? If we we're just animals, like I mean, even probably animals have spirits, but my point is like you okay, I'll give you more attributes of the spirit. Patience, love, joy, peace, right? Contentment. Contentment. Ooh. Goodness. You ever felt like just yeah. just um gratitude, pure gratitude? You ever felt like content? You ever felt at peace? You ever felt joy in a hard time? This is when you're unconsciously tapping into your born again spirit. I'm trying to tell you many people have done this but we're just giving you the terms like christianity will define and outline all of these things that people just never never thought about Mm. do it more often is what i'm saying get into your spirit man more often be patient more often be joyous you can be joyful anytime happiness is a choice that's a quote all truth is parallel that's parallel to a bunch of scripture happiness is a choice you could choose to be happy if you're going to in a hard time when people give in to their feelings and emotions like I said, adults have most of these attributes. Because as kids, we just acted out however we felt. But as adults, we understand that we, we build like character and maturity. And we understand that. We have to be patient. We have to keep... like It's like it's not like a fake personality, but it's like part of you... It's mm, almost like... It's almost like the real like part a, of you. Uh, yeah, I was just yeah. trying to say that. Like, yeah. it's Because it's an awareness that you step into like when you... Because I mean a lot of the things that we get concerned about and get stressed ex- anxious anxiety yeah, yeah. over those are like temporary things and like Can't control it. when you get when you tap into the spirit the spirit is eternal so god's spirit there knows go. the beginning and the end beautiful and your beginning and your end like it says that all things work together for good for those who are who love god and who are called according to his purpose yeah so when you tap into the spirit there is no conflict there's no limitations there's no issues because yeah. the spirit realm is god's yeah. dwelling place like that's where god dwells it's, when you get into the spirit mm-hmm. you're getting into god's presence you're getting yeah, into god's basically realm he, he gives you everything necessary to yeah. to 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 um cope with this light like to you know face this like yeah, face tinder tinder yeah. yeah so it's like basically it's not going to solve all your problems it does solve your problems it doesn't literally solve your problems but it solves your problem if, if yeah, that makes sense that, that's that's a good yeah. point like it doesn't fix like a lot of um, walking like for example you mentioned Paul earlier mm. Paul was in this state of just deep fellowship with the Holy yeah. Spirit yeah. where like he was in prison he was stoned he went through all these physical things in the physical world that would make someone depressed yeah. make someone anxious make someone want to give up like why a person in the flesh operating mm. in the flesh would have mm. given up after the, given first, up. Yeah. after the first thing like if someone's about to kill you you're not gonna mm. if you don't truly know what you're living for yeah. you're not gonna continue going you on go. but See? because he knew his God he knew the Lord exactly he, like, he had his, hope yeah so yeah. his physical state didn't even matter because there his spirit go. had been so built up to the point and it made him stronger too exactly because you'll find people who have something to live for or even just people supporting them yeah they have like more like they they tend to be stronger you know what i mean during mm, hard hardships mm. right so yeah and you know this is just a sneak peek but we were gonna go into yeah, like into- renewing your mind in the word so like yeah I mean, like we'll split it up into we'll, we'll split yeah. it up into different videos, like talking about sin, um, yeah, the depravity of mankind, like relating to the gospel, and yeah. I, I mean, I mentioned earlier we have to feed our spirit, man. Yeah. Like after we realize, like we're not just anim- like anim- animals, or just like we're not just living to eat and just yeah. 
surviving yeah we're not just trying to survive but we're trying to like live so when i said renew your spirit mind with like scripture mm-hmm. um i will i'll pull up one really quickly okay here i got this is perfect so watch this in ephesians chapter 4 verse well okay i'll skip to 20 verse 23 it says be renewed in the spirit of your mind this is kind of like what we're talking about mm-hmm. and it says that you put on the new man it's not literal i can't go find a new man and put it on but what it means is this watch which after god is created in the righteousness okay it says here, wherefore, put away lying, speak every man truth with his neighbor. Mm-hmm. It's helpful. It's like tips on how to live. Like It's just more helpful yeah. if I tell Kevin the truth about what's going on. Yeah. The Bible it gives us instruction on how to live. It says, be ang- angry and sin not. Actually, another scripture says, put away anger, put away frustration, put away. And you may ask, how can you do that? How can I put away anger? How can I put away? It's so easy. Tap into your spirit. Yeah. It's like just saying, okay, you know what? I'm not going to let it bother me. Yeah. That's all it's saying. It says here, like... This is not even the one, but the one I was talking about where it says, put away anger and wrath. Um, oh, it says here, be and be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another. Um, it says, let all bitterness and wrath, anger and evil speaking be put away from you. Mm. What do you mean let? It's easy. You just let it yeah. go. Like, let it be put yeah, away from you. Go. It's not us anymore. It's not how we're going to act. It's basically like acting more mature. And the more you do it, the more it becomes you. Mm. And the more your old self dies, you realize like, hey, I used to be on edge all the time. Like, yeah. now I just like, I could tolerate anything. I mean, it, it's mm. something you put into practice. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, I, actually, can you like quickly, there's yeah, something actually that in here. even here as well that right. that ties into what you're saying. Is, okay. Yeah, it says... I mean, first of all, like it says, you mentioned, put on the new man. So, yeah. like, it's basically like that's when it says, just let these things be put away. Like, put these things away. It's like you're stepping into the image of what God created you to be. You're stepping into mm. a deeper place of just like tapping into your spirit, which has now been made new and re- mm. been joined to the Holy Spirit. So, right. it mentions in the scripture that your spirit is made one with the Holy Spirit um, yeah. when you become born again. But before you even put on the new man, it says before he, like he mentions Paul mentions this in another scripture yeah. as well where it says first to put off the old man yeah yeah so what is the old man like it's mm, like your own like your nature. I like how you, I like yeah, yeah. You, I like how you refer to like animal kind yeah. of cause it's like this go grab whatever yeah. there is like, like that just, guy hurt me I'm gonna do. beat him I'm gonna punch him back yeah. like it's like this impulse yeah impulse just like acting out yeah. of your carnal nature yeah the first reaction kind yeah. of thing so yeah. like it's like you put away the old man first of all um, I mean, this is why it's so po- important to like be meditating on the word of God, because if you have no source, you're not going to be able to as easily like if you don't have a source, you're not going to be able to even get to this place of fellowship with God, because you can't just like go and meditate emptily. Like you have to meditate and focus on God, like Jed mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it says put off the old man, which sure. is corrupt according to deceitful lusts. Right, right. So that relates to like what we lust. mentioned. Just that. Yeah, that's the problem. Like it's lust. That's the root of everything. Because yeah. it's like just wanting like more. The part of you that just grab like that just lust is like it's like a um a bad desire. Like love is obviously is a pure version. Yeah. So that motive the motive should be love and not lust. Yeah. Right? And Agreed. I mean, it's also like it's it's a part of our sinful nature. Um, yeah. First John talks about. All that's in the world is the oh, lust yeah. of the flesh, the lust of the eye, the and the pride of, of yeah, life. Pride. Um, but that's why we can't be of the world, and we have to put on the new man. Um, as you mentioned, Here. So I want to just, to make it easier for everybody, I'm going to connect the two ideas. So I want to connect the two subjects using Romans chapter 6. I don't want to bore you guys, but very briefly, it says here, we are those who have died to sin. Now, you're all included, okay? We've all died, well, if you want this new life. We've died to sin. How can we live in it any longer? It says here, 
don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Now, now I'm going to preach the gospel to you guys. Jesus Christ died, as we know, for our sins. He was buried for three days and then he rose again, right? This has a spiritual meaning as well. It says here, don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ were baptized into his death? What does that mean? I'm still alive, right? But what, is it, what does it say next? We were therefore buried with him. Wow. So that through baptism into his death, in order that Jesus Christ was raised from the dead, right, through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. I should repeat that. That was beautiful. We are buried, guys. We're buried with Christ, um, with him in baptism into his death, in order that just as Jesus Christ was raised from the dead, as we believe, through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. Yeah. It says we've been united in him with a death like his. Wow. It's, 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 it's kind of like a, a death because... We can't be our old self. It's kind of sad in a sense because you got to indulge in all these pleasures. But watch. It says here, if we were united in him, um, with him in a death like his, we will certainly also be united um, with him in a resurrection like his. We know that our old self was crucified um, with him mm -hmm. so that the body ruled by sin should no longer be slaves to sin. Wow. wow. Hits it on the nail. We are slaves. People are slaves to sin. Guys, wake yeah. up. I'm telling you. You're being a slave to sin if you're giving in to all your indulgence. Mm -hmm. new, new birth is realizing you're not a slave to and bondage to your nature. It, mm -hmm. it sets you free because now you're not controlled by all these desires you had. And God, you may not believe this part, but God will give you like the, basically the power to endure temptations when you feel like having those things. Yeah. And he, he'll fill in that void and he'll replace himself with peace. He'll give you peace. He'll give you joy. I mean, it sounds like I'm selling to you a lie, but I'm telling you, you could just tap into it right now. I'm telling you, you can know God. You don't have to know the, the pleasure of this world. It says here, anyone who has died has been set free from sin. I'm explaining wow. this to you guys. You know what I mean? This is so important. It says, now, if we die with Christ, we believe that we will live with him. It's not some future thing. It is, but it's not. Because it says here, we know that since Christ was raised from the dead, he cannot die again. Death no longer has mastery over him. Death doesn't have mastery. From, I'm not scared of death. It says here, the death he died, he died to sin once and for all. Yeah. But the life he lives, he lives to God. Now we live for God. Yeah. It says here, in the same way, count yourselves dead to sin. But alive to God in Christ Jesus. Just count yourself. Yeah. It's just something you do. Now it says, do not let sane sin reign in your mortal body so that you obey evil desires. Do not offer any of your part of yourself to sin as an instrument of wickedness, but rather offer yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life. It's a way of showing our gratitude, right? Offer every part of yourself to Him as an instrument of righteousness because it says, love God with all your mind, soul, spirit, and body, strength, everything, every fiber in your being, love God. That's what it means. Live pure, like yeah. live to, for your spiritual man, live for the future. Think ahead. Think yeah. for your future. Just be more, you know what I mean? And, you, and you're saying be, live for the future, for your future, which is very accurate and true. But at the same time, your future is also no. now because you're, when you're living for the spirit of God, well, when you're living for God, mm -hmm. it's not just like, okay, yeah, you're going to get to heaven one day, but like eternal life is to know God. So if you can know God now, yes. And like, I love what it says there. Like, mm -hmm. Um, he who has died is free from, from sin. sin. Beautiful, that, beautiful. Like think about all the struggles that we have with sin. Yeah, it's because we haven't yet put yeah. on the mentality. Like it's mm. literally it's a mentality where you switch. It's like it. It's not this struggle mm. really to overcome sin as it is the struggle to get into yeah. the spirit. Yep. Because people, the reason why people way. are struggling so much with sin is because people are fighting in their giving own up themselves. Yeah. They haven't 
yet giving up yourself. Like, right, that's right. why Jesus says, deny yourself, pick up your yeah. cross and follow me. Once you've put on the mentality of that you're dead to your life, like it's not your life anymore. Like when you've given yourself over to yeah, God. It's like sacrifice. But here's why it's so urgent, guys. Because people think when you die, you'll be free. No, no. If you died as an animal, you'll just decay. Like you will be... The Bible, I can give you so many scriptures that prove that you'll just be like a dead body where the car, where the, um, eagles gather, vultures gather. You have to be reborn spiritually while you're on earth in order to, when you die, to have eternal life after you die. Yeah. Now, this may be hard to believe, but think about it this way. If I didn't get enlightened while I was here, which I'm here for a reason, then why would it happen when I die all of a sudden? God's just going to oh, wake you up. Oh, I was just yeah. kidding. I had you in bondage, but you're free now. You die. So you mean the way out is to die? So let me just kill myself. Oh, but some people, well, we believe that if you commit suicide, then you, will, you won't go to heaven. Like, what it means is that you're missing the point because guess what? Your animal self commits suicide. God wouldn't do that. God wouldn't tell you to do that. The Spirit of God doesn't have those manifestos. We're not trying to escape our bodies. We're just trying to tap into the Spirit so we can endure whatever is here now. But I'm telling you guys, it's urgent. I mean, that's why it's mm -hmm. so important. It's like, if you, because you, the only time for you to awaken your spirit to be alive is now. Because right now you're physically alive. So you can also be spiritually alive if you become born again. But if you don't become born again before you die, yeah. your spirit is dead. Yeah. Like your spirit has been exactly. dead because we're all born into sin. We're separated, Our spirits, yeah. we're already separated from God right we're now. Born, yeah. If you're not, if you don't know the Lord, if you mm -hmm. haven't been born again, you're already separated from God. Mm -hmm. You're already without hope. But there is hope because mm -hmm. Jesus died for our sins. So He took our place. Mm -hmm. And now we can be born again yeah. in our life that we're still on this earth. But if you die mm -hmm. and your spirit has not been born again, if, you're, yeah. if your spirit is still dead, mm -hmm. you're going to go to eternal damnation, right. which is hell. Separation. Because you, just die, separation you just basically die in the state of mind that you were in, right? So just enlight become enlightened so that when you... We just become beyond death, basically. We're like immortal because we're not scared of death. We believe there's, there's hope, better future. We, you know what I mean? We have hope. Now, I'm going to preach to you guys again. Watch, it says here... Over here, it says, um, okay, mm, okay, do you know when you offer yourselves to someone as obedient slaves, you're slave to the one you obey, whether slaves to sin or slave, um, which leads to death, or obedience, which leads to righteousness? Okay, it says, but thanks be to God that though you used to be slaves to sin, you have come to obey from the heart, my shirt says obey on it, mm. obey from the heart, the pattern of teaching that has now claimed your allegiance. Guys, this is mm. deep. Watch this. You have been set free from sin and become slaves to righteousness. It may sound like more bondage. It's like when the children of Egypt in the Bible were set free. They're just like, oh, did you set us free to bring us to more bondage? Anyways, you have to be a Bible like fanatic to know the meaning of that. But my point is, it's like now you're, you're still a slave, but you're a slave to righteousness. But this is a good master to serve. Yeah. It, 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 it's, it's fair. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's fair this way. I, mean, I feel like a lot of people also misunderstand slavery because of what people have done in their carnal nature in slavery like in the present world. Yeah, yeah, when yeah. we think of slavery we think Stronger. of all the the abuse all the like all of the negative connotations with slavery which of course are real things that happen physically in our world but being a slave to god it's not the so, the word slave servant. isn't associated yeah it's a yeah. servant but also mm -hmm. the reason why slave is a fitting word is because yeah. you belong to god like right. god created you like mm -hmm. you are literally you god's know. creation like mm -hmm. he made you you belong to him and his will is now being done through your life because he made you and he has that right. Like he literally deserves it. Like yeah. God created all of creation. So it's not like this thing where it's like, oh, now you're going to be oppressed. Yeah. No, God is, no. it says God is free. love. God is love. Yeah. So imagine right. you are like, imagine you are a servant. Imagine you are being 
giving your whole life to someone who is pure, who is love, who will never do anything wrong to you. Like when we're in heaven, when we're with the Lord, like we're just going to be experiencing the fullness of joy, the fullness of God's love, the fullness of just God's goodness. And But you can have it now yeah, and get a taste it of it so that when you die, it will just be like simultaneous. It won't even be like you're entering a new state. It'll just be like you've already got a taste of it. Like remember, the spirit realm is eternal. It's beyond what you can mm -hmm. see, feel, um, hear, smell. So basically, yeah. that's your life like... Yeah, okay, here. If you think I'm just lying to you, watch this. Have you ever been so caught up in the moment that you forgot what's going around you? Like, you ever been so joyous that you forgot about time? We live in a, in a realm where there's all these false constructs and illusions. Mm. If I smacked, like, if I smacked you in the <laughs> face right now, you would lose all your illusions. You'd probably lose your temper too, but maybe not, depending. But my point is, like, it would just bring, it would just be like, oh, hey, like, you know, like, I was scared. I was worried about this before. Like, I was thinking about this before. And all I can think about now is I just got slapped. I just got woken up. It's like, you ever been so, like, in the moment that it's like, you don't care. Like, you're not worried about the future, the past. Like, you're not, or like, yeah. you ever been in love or like just giving someone a hug? You ever just felt something beyond words? You ever just felt, it's like, it's better than just, like, pleasure where it's like like i'm not saying like eating a, a great sandwich i'm saying like giving someone a hug that you haven't seen in a while it's beyond words guys and you you know it god is love those are even just words talk is cheap at the end of the day actions speak louder than words if i hug a friend that's better than saying hey man i miss you it's like prove it yeah. like show me like when you embrace someone it's like you feel you know yeah. it's just beyond words that guys is my my point to say that like when you live this life like you're gonna have more moments where it's like you you understand it's it's more than just like it's beyond words basically what i'm trying to describe to you mm. you felt it before you've had a taste of it and yeah. in like god is good to everybody the bible says like he's just he reigns on the just and the unjust it says everyone has experienced god's goodness guys right yeah. so you can experience it more often by living in the in the in the spirit, in, by following the instructions the Bible is giving you, it's a great guideline. Watch this. This is from Colossians three. It says, "If you then been be risen with Christ, right? It my proof that you don't have to die first for this all to work. It says here, if you then be risen with Christ, watch, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand mm -hmm. of God. What does that mean? It says here, set your affections on things above, not on things on the earth. Boom! Isn't that beautiful? Guess what, guys." You could set your affections on things above, not things that are like you can like I'm, I can, might be attached to my phone right now, like where if you steal it, I'm just bummed. But the, the, the level I'm on right now, you could just have my phone right now. Just take it. You know what I mean? Mm. How do I do that? It's easy. It says here, set your affections on things above. It's trying to describe to you in the best way it can how to detach yourself from the physical yeah. realm. Like I'm, there's a scripture in the Old Testament that says, if riches increase, set not your heart on them like it's trying to say if you get rich like just don't like become attached don't set your it starts in your mind you yeah. you dwell on one thing you become attached if i just think about my phone all the time yeah i'm gonna be attached to my phone but if i set my affection on things above like like these scriptures for instance these things are eternal yeah. i'm telling you these are from things above man it says not on things on the earth right it says for you are dead it's reminding you you are dead and your life is hid with christ and god it's yeah. hidden somewhere it says here, mortify the, therefore, like kill your members which are upon the earth, and it lists them: fornication, sex before marriage, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil concupiscence. Like you can use a different version of the Bible to, to um, give you synonyms. And covetousness, which is idolatry, covetousness and wanting what other people have. Um, it says in which you also walked sometime when you lived in those like, mm -hmm. in those, 
in those ways, right? Yeah. But it says, put off all these anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth. Lie not to one another, seeing that you have put off the old man with his deeds. And put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge. This is knowledge here. After the image of him that created him, right? It says, put on as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering. These are not natural to us. We have to put on these, because humans are just nasty to each other. Yeah. You have to put on these things and put off the old man, right? Forbearing one another, like forgiving, right? Yeah. And it says, all these, above all these things, put on charity, which is like love, basically, which is the bond of perfectness, right? Mm -hmm. And it's, this is beautiful here. This is how you know it's real. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts. Let the peace of God. That's yeah. the key. He give you peace. Trust me. Let the peace of God rule in your hearts to which you are called in one body and be thankful. Right? Let the word of Christ, all this, dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing another, which is what we're doing. Yeah. Right? In psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Whatever you do in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus. Okay? Um, giving thanks to God and the Father by Him. That's very important. Mm -hmm. Gratitude. Right? So basically, if I just, I want to back up a bit where I wanted to say, like, it's not just trying to boss you around. Like, don't lie. Don't do this. We're always taught that. And religion seems like that, right? Mm. It's for our own benefit, guys. Yeah. Um, trust me, this way works better. You will get along with people. You're fine. You just have no conflict. Like, just tell the truth. Just don't get angry. Be patient. Like, because this is how Jesus was towards every the yeah. people who persecuted him and wanted to crucify him and kill him and, and stone him and everything. Like, he was just patient. He showed them love. Like, it works. It goes a long way, people. Yeah. And this is, we want to create a heaven on earth. I'm, this is all for you guys right now. Mm -hmm. So, this is from the book of Colossians, chapter 3. So yeah. Colossians, Colossians is powerful. Like, yeah. It literally, like, it goes through the whole gospel. And then it tells you, like, like you mentioned, like, there's all these things... And like when you really like come to know what the gospel is all about and just mm. see like the beauty of the gospel yeah. then it becomes more clear as well you get an yeah. understanding for why like a lot of people have a struggle with the, just the idea of sin and like oh why why is why is why does hell exist like people mm. a lot of people get confused with but when you truly understand God's character and you see what it is that we're actually have been called to live and what we've been granted access to then it makes sense because when you see when you when you study the scripture you understand why god has such a wrath towards sin why he hates sin why he hates just this carnal just like dog eats dog mentality where people yeah. just go after each other they're jealous they're envious they just they're just constantly ungrateful people who don't seek after god like there's like when you study the word of god you see why god is actually mm -hmm. why god has wrath towards things that are displeasing because god wants us to live in perfect harmony he wants us to live in peace he wants us to live in love and in order to do that, we have to, as scripture mentioned, let the word of God dwell richly in you. Let, let the peace of God rule your heart. Let. Be led by the spirit. Yeah. It's not something that we make up out of ourselves. We just simply yield. So we here, tap here into it. Yeah. yeah. So the Bible is all instruction. It's like it knows us personally. It, it yeah. lists all the things, anger, wrath, like malice, filthy yeah. communication out of your mouth. And it says, which, and it says like, when you used to walk in these ways for instance it knows like it's talking to people who have changed mm. and just want to learn more it's speaking to you like personally i'm telling you the bible Rome, the book of romans chapter 6 as we're reading from colossians chapter 3 these are great you know chapters of verses um chapters to, to read from you know what yeah. i mean so just educate yourself fill your spirit man you'll see yourself growing in different ways and just becoming a better person becoming someone that People want to know more about, like, how, why, how are you like this? Like, what happened? Did some epiphany, like, did you meet God in a dream? No, you can just have this life right now. This is why people are, 
Christians mm-hmm. are constantly handing out tracks. They're trying to just bring in a new level of awareness. Like, you can have, this is for any, it's a free gift. Like, we're not trying to sell something, you know yeah. what I mean? Some churches are corrupt in that they're just out for your money. But, you know, we, we want, this might sound even more creepy, but we want your souls. Like, I don't want your soul, <laughs> but I mean, like, I yeah, want your soul to be in a good state, exactly. you know what I mean? Like, God wants you to be made whole. He wants you restored. Yeah. And that's how you'll feel the most full. Like, you'll feel... Yeah. Like, when you are living for God, like, it's like every part of you just comes alive. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like... It's it's truly like who you were created to be. You come into... You step into this place of just agreement with who God created you to be. Yeah. You become at peace with yourself, at peace with others. First of all, at peace with God. And... Of course, yeah, people, you'll be misunderstood in different ways sometimes because people who don't live for God, people will often, they'll wonder, like, what is this? But, like, it also, like, people will see the love of God in your heart and that will op- that'll open up new opportunities for you to just, like, share about what God is doing in your life. And really, it's all about just spreading the love of God and spreading the light of Christ. I love how God, like, he uses the analogy, like, when Jesus was teaching, he used the analogy of us being a light of the world. Yeah. And of course, he's the supreme light of the world he's the one that like if you think about like you have a candle and then you just you can keep lighting as many matches like that like if you have like think of each person as being like a candle like a single candle and then you have one candle that's lit like that one small candle could light billions of candles it can Mm -hmm. endlessly light candles you just take that light and continue to spread it on like that's why light is so much more powerful than darkness like darkness has no power it's literally just the absence of light when light enters in, when that light, well, of course, the light is God. When God transforms one person, that one person can have an impact on so many other people that can go on to impact just an in- endless amount of people. Like the gospel, like the gospel literally started with 12 apostles. And now there's millions of Christians all around the world. Um, of course, there's still many people who don't know the true love of God and the true gospel. But that's why we continue to share. That's why we continue to yeah. Um, build each other up and just yeah so you see guys the gospel has a much deeper meaning than you think i talked about being buried with christ being crucified Mm. with christ being dead to sin being dead with him being risen again like these are all figurative and allegorical and there's just a lot of parallels but i just want to speak to some of you who think god is mad at them god is mad at you god is not mad at you he's inviting you to this relationship with him he's not inviting you to relationship with you so he can scold you for all your past just the quite the opposite he wants to forgive all your past he's not interested in the past the scripture said i'll remember your sins no more right basically he wants to bring you into the moment into fellowship with him that's the moment it's called the present it's a gift the present is a gift right he's giving it to you it's just offered to you but most people are living in the past in their heads worried about the future um thinking about material objects like um you know caught up in emotions anger distrust all these things right but god is inviting you into a personal relationship with him where it's just love right and it's just it's powerful and he loves you and i'm telling you he's not mad at you you're probably just mad at yourself or you just think god is mad you'd like to believe that because you'd be mad right or whatever it is you just have this false image of god it's an idol right it's our pride it's our egos it's the devil it's a lie god is loves you he he just wants to have that fellowship and communion with you he just wants that transparency like he just wants you know what i mean he just wants all of you the more you give the better like the more of yourself you just give up to him the better for you it's for you guys you know what i mean he's interested in you he's not trying to please himself he's not he doesn't like want worship where it's the devil who wants worship i'm telling you all these false ideologies you have it's the devil he's mimicking god 
He's playing God. God's not angry. Guess what? He took out his wrath on Jesus. He punished Jesus for our sins. That's why Jesus is our Lord and Savior. This is why he's worthy because he took upon him what the wrath of God. He punished him. He had him crucified by, you know, just people, just, you know, Roman soldiers, just um, at, the, at the hands and the mercies of priests. And he was supposed to be the son of God. He didn't come like all, well, he did miracles and all that. But anyways, the point is, you know what I mean? He satisfied his wrath and anger by punishing Jesus for um, our wrongdoings because sin entered the world by Adam and Eve, by their disobedience. And these are all just, you don't, if you don't want to believe these stories, it doesn't make a difference. I'm, I'm telling you because in all of us, we know that, you know, we've done wrong. We know we're not perfect. And we know we just need to look up to somebody. If you read about Jesus in the Bible, it's historic facts about his life. And you'll see that he was that perfect um, sacrifice because he was very humble like he didn't boost himself yeah. it's it's up to you like whether i'm not trying to debate if this was true or not you'll see that again we need you need you know you can't do it by yourself and mm. you know like we need an example we have an example in the scripture yeah you can learn a lot from it from him just by reading about how he lived and all that but the point is, we now have His Spirit living inside of us, mm -hmm. the Spirit of God, and we have to tap into it. We have to be these mature people. We have to grow, right? And the Word of God is the way. Mm -hmm. And just yielding to the Holy Spirit, which is basically allowing basically the peace of God to rule in your heart before making a decision. Don't just make a rash decision, yeah. but you know what I mean? See God. Like it says, see things above. Just try it. You know, you have nothing to lose. God, God loves you guys again. Mm. He's not mad. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's powerful. Um, mm -hmm. um, I mean, even just touching a little bit on like you mentioned, just like people who feel, people who feel like God is mad at them. Um, I mm. loved how you mentioned like, I mean, what this what the gospel is all about. God placed His wrath on Jesus. And yeah, yeah. It wasn't just because God has like this infinite amount of wrath and He just wanted to punish His Son, but no, He actually allowed Jesus to become. Mm. the person who would take all our suffering so that in return we could actually be freed because think about it like like people might be wondering well why can't god just forgive people anyways but god is the most just most righteous most holy person ever like think about a judge like think about someone who commits a crime in a court like you can't just go free like if you've committed a crime God is just. God would be unjust. He would be imperfect if he just let us go. God is a, he's a judge. People forget that God is. Yes, he's. There's so many. Like God has so many names. He's a judge. He's a father. He's a friend to those who follow him. But God is a judge. He's a just judge. He created this world, and there has to be a punishment for sin because sin is the complete opposite of who God is. Sin is like, like if you go to the bank and rob a bank right now. Like if you just broke into a bank. And you got caught, you went to court. You think the judge is just gonna let you go? No, of course not. That would yeah. be that would be corruption on the judge like that would be an unjust judge that would be an unjust system right there. And God's system is perfect, so of course he has he has to judge us for our sins. Every single one of us we're gonna face God a judgment. But because Jesus took our place, we can be born again. I just thought of a scripture yeah. it says, I beseech thee, like basically I Anyways, it says, I'll explain that, but it's, Paul says, I beseech thee by the mercies of God. Like, he's like convincing people that by the mercies of God, present. he says, present your body as a living sacrifice, which is 
but basically well, what I'm trying to say is that it's the mercy like it, this is mercy like it says the wages of sin is death basically you're responsible like you said if you rob a bank you're responsible you'll be held responsible we'll still be held responsible for all of our actions mind you but it's forgiven if we have Jesus that's yeah. the difference like yeah. we have God's mercy he offered a gift he said but the wages of sin is death the wages of sin is death right this is our punishment we all get it right spiritual death and literal death um but the gift of God, wow, he's offering us a gift yeah. and in turn, instead of a punishment, a gift, wow, yeah. is eternal life. So basically it's like, what do, you, what do you want? Do you want to be dead to life or do you want eternal life? Like, mm. do you want this moment, like, do you want what's being handed to you, jo love, joy, peace? It's something better. Yeah. It's like too good to be true, but it's like a free pass. It's because of Jesus, remember that. So always glory is going to be to him, yeah. right? So that's just the mercy of God. This is the gift of God. There's a lot of grace. It's like, it's a second chance. Like, yeah, just think about just that take, like, I, you know I mean? didn't, like I didn't even really think about Ooh. that perspective like we've all sinned we've all like technically in a court we've committed a crime we're in front of yeah. the judge we deserve a judgment but then instead of giving a punishment God yeah. offers a gift take this in and then think about that think about why it's so ex why it's so severely important and in, and urgent as well mm -hmm. because instead of giving us a punishment which we deserved yeah. for sin because we're already separated from God because of our nature um, we all like we all sin instead of giving us a punishment God offers us a gift yeah. and then yet if we're going to refuse the gift yeah imagine that like God he should have judged us he should have just judged us and just okay humanity pushed them to the side he could start something new like god is constantly like he's eternal he could have done anything he could have created a new universe a new planet he could have started from the beginning and he could have wiped out the entire human race just had us all separated from god in eternal damnation doing whatever our fleshly desires do like in hell just in suffering because what a lot of people they don't realize is like in the moment like you're you're living in sin and like you're doing these pleasures like you think about like you're eating out of a poisonous apple like think about yeah. your, like it's you're taking in poison yeah, so. sin is poison yeah. like it's literally destroying you it's corrupting you and we don't see it right now but like our spirit is actually being affected by the decisions that we make every day and that is what sends us to hell it's our own decisions that yeah. send us to hell but when god should have given us a punishment he offered us a gift yeah so it's, that's why we have to receive it yeah and, look, and look at this it's like if you're in a boat and you jump in the water and you can't swim and i told yeah. let's say i told you not to jump in the water you're gonna drown but let's say I offer you a hand or a stick. It's like you can you can grab onto the stick and get back on the boat, or you can drown. It's up to you. Yeah. God didn't. God's not drowning you. He's not pushing no. your head. It's you. People think God's not fair because he's judging so many people or punishing so many people, or he's gonna throw them in hell. He's not gonna throw you in hell. You choose where you want to go. I'm telling you this information. You could do what you want with it. We have free will. This is what most people don't understand and don't want to believe. Mm -hmm. People don't want to believe we have free will. They just want to believe that we're controlled by our environment and we have to do certain things. It's like, I, I do what I got to do. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like you know what I mean? I got to get high. Whatever yeah, it is. People, people, along with that, people make excuses from the things they've gone through in their past. Yeah. But even then, like, regardless of what we've gone through, yeah. we still have the same grace given to us to be able to accomplish yeah. or to overcome. Yeah. Because again, like we mentioned earlier, it's not about your physical circumstance. Because if you're trying to serve God in the flesh, in the physical realm, it's impossible. You yeah. can't please God in the flesh. No. But if you step into the spirit, everything that you spirit. physically experienced mm -hmm. that could have caused harm to you, you can be freed from it because of Jesus Christ. When you step into that spiritual yeah. place. You know, like, this is what I wanted to, to, to say. Like, Basically, yeah. watch this. Instead of a punishment, it says the wages of sin is death. Instead of that, it says, on the contrary, the gift of God is eternal life. Now, mm. some people think this is too good to be true. They won't accept it. They just can't accept it. Like that God's going to forgive them. Just let them go. 
because they would because they're trying to be God. They think they think, oh well, I should be punished. Whatever. Okay, look at it this way. You are you asking for the punishment? Like basically, it's like the people who don't believe this are rejecting God. You're rejecting the truth. You're rejecting the Messiah, the Savior. You're rejecting salvation. That's one way ticket to hell. You just rejected the truth. I just yeah. told you the truth. You think it's too good to be true because you're bitter. You're angry at God because He was gonna punish you. It's like let it go. It's like it's like basically, again, you you're the one rejecting Him. Like He's not rejecting us. We're separated because we're not allowing, letting the peace of like we're not letting God in. Like He wants to love you. Like basically, God is love, right? You're not letting love in your heart. People are bitter because they're basically like tensing up. It's like, just let go and let God. I'm sure you heard that saying. Just let love into your heart. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just let, allow. Like, exactly. let him, like he's always there. Like, that's what it means. So it's like, for you to turn away, to reject this free offer, you're, you must be bitter towards God. Like, basically, you're just saying like, no. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll just keep my anger. I'll keep my bitterness. I'll keep my wrath towards people. I'll, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like the thing about it too is like why the reason why like people will be like, Well, why can't they just do what they want? But mm. if you're gonna do things without God, like if God if God's standard is perfect and then if you're trying to do some other way, like if you don't let love into your heart, what yeah. else do you have? You have hate, you have yeah, the, bitterness, the, you have jealousy, yeah. like everything that is left. not of God is uh, sinful. Yeah, it's about and like people think that oh like they can have some good, like they can Mm. kind of make themselves good enough by doing good deeds or like like they still have like some sins in their oh, heart but then short. they try to like balance it out but that's not how it works like if you commit a crime you can't go to the judge and be like well i'll i'll do some charity work instead or like i'll i'll give money to the homeless so they can get out of jail that's not gonna work you have to pay for you know, that fine but i want again i want to say some touch on that yeah, yeah. it's not what you think though uh, i'll come back to that but i wanted to say something on something mm. you said earlier it says here because you said Jesus took the punishment. Yeah. In scripture it says, He hath made him to be sin, Jesus, for us, who knew no sin. He didn't know yeah. it. He was perfect. Like, he didn't do anything. Watch. Who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. He, he substituted, like, he took our place so that we might be right with God. If you back up one verse, it says, um, um, We pray that you be reconciled to God, right? Mm. If I go back two verses, it says, God was in Christ reconciling the word, word, world unto himself not imputing their trespasses unto them he hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation i want to preach to you guys and i even want to preach to you a bit kevin mm. here's why it's important because look now now look at this people read this wrong um i want to clarify it to you guys you're you're about to experience god right now i'm gonna i'm gonna show you how it says here shall we after hearing all this, it says here, shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Grace is basically that free pass saying God is like, okay, I'll let it go. I'll allow you. You can live more. Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Like, should we abuse this now? Watch this. God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Watch this. Know ye not? Don't you know that as many of us that were baptized into Jesus Christ, were baptized into his death. Therefore, we're buried with him by baptism to death that like Christ was raised up. To dead by the glory of the Father, we should walk in newness of life. Okay, right? I said all that. It's basically asking the question that you were asking, like, should we continue to sin? It's saying no. Now watch this. This is where it gets um, deep. It says over here. Um, okay, hold on. Um, walk after. So basically, you want to walk after. It says here, there's no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus, which walk after the flesh. 
not after the flesh, but after the spirit. It says here, to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Like, it's about switching your mind, changing your mind. To repent, I'm sure you heard it, mm. religious term means to change. change your mind. Yeah, it's a change of mind, guys. Watch this. Just be more spiritually minded, it says, right? Don't operate in your flesh. So that's what I mean. Fellowship, it's about like, are you caught up in the worries of this life? Or are you living, are you with God right now? Where it's like, you're fellowship with Him and you're ready for anything that comes. Persecution, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, so it's like... Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a lot about here and now, but it, there's more to it than that. But it's like the present needs your attention. And like if there's a guy dying on the side of the street and you're thinking about, oh, I'm going to be late for church, for instance, you're in a religious mindset. It's about how you treat your neighbor. It's about what's going on around you. And how could you be, how could you serve God in this moment? How could you help the present, what's going on? Like, be aware, has, you know what I mean? It's not about history and the way Jesus lived and this and that. And like he did miracles and yeah, that's all important, but like wisdom, right? So it's like, if there's a guy dying and you say, oh, be warm and fed, you know what I mean? Be, be well, like, uh, yeah, let me pray for you. It's like, common sense, like maybe help him up, like maybe like call 911, like it still involves like, you know what I mean? You're, use your common sense too. Don't just be gone, What is what I'm saying. So it's more practical than you think, you know what I mean? It's just like, be aware, be present, what's the best thing to do right now? It's, it's like how all truth is parallel. Like a lot of the things that you're taught, even in school and education system, like, in, in, like it, it mirrors like what the Bible, like the golden rule we were taught in school, like, you know, the um, treat your others how you want to be treated. It does a parallel of the Bible. So a lot of the things we're taught, you know what I mean, in, in life are parallel to, to the scripture. You just got to find it. But it's about, it's a lot to do with what's going on here and now. And how you can serve God better in in the in present circumstances and context, and how you can be with God and endure all things. It's not all about you and oh, I need to get through this and I need a blessing. No, you have to yeah. serve. That's yeah. what he called. We're called to do help, help. You know, we got to help people around us understand this truth. Understand there's more to life than what the, you see. Yeah. Think for your future. You know what I mean? It's it's a lot of things, but it's very simple, and it's about being present and making very wise decisions wisdom god's spirit gives us wisdom like mm. yeah to make better decisions like what would jesus do you ever heard that one yeah yeah so yeah okay so that pretty much wraps up our conversation for the day of course yeah we're going to go into these topics um in specific videos and we'll talk a bit now we kind of we kind of just briefly discussed i guess not so briefly but like we kind of we discussed the general basis of the topics but we'll do a scripture study to go more in depth on these topics in the future but we're just going to close out in a moment of prayer. Uh, Father God, we come before you in the name of Jesus. And we thank you for all that was discussed today. And Lord, we just pray that anyone who has not been born again yet, that they will receive Christ, they will receive you as their Lord and Savior, and receive the Spirit of God, the true Spirit of God, Lord God, in them, and have this new life, and grow spiritually, and get into the Word, and know you better, Lord, so that they become, can become more like you, Lord God, and spread your kingdom, bring your kingdom on this earth, spread, Lord God, love of Jesus Christ all over the world. And Lord God, we pray that people will continue to be in right standing with you and not forsake what they've heard, Lord God. We just pray you will just guide them in the name of Jesus, strengthen them, let them know, affirm this information, Lord God, confirm this information. Let them know you're real and you're there. And Lord God, speak to them in different ways, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. So we thank you, Lord, that you will do this. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen.
thank you guys for watching this video. We'll see you guys soon in an upcoming video. Take care. Peace.